Hello, everybody out there, and this is Bryn for Nerd to No Media. This is Nerd to No Basis on Phoenix 92.5 FM, and this is a very, very merry uh, Christmas to all of you out there. And uh, I am joined for this very festive edition by... Happy Holidays! It's Kian! And Darth Vader. <laughs> 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 he's behind um, me oh god and we've also yeah kev is also getting in the mood yeah we're hotting it up over here yeah. okay so how are we all guys mary i didn't know hats were going to be involved i Can said I, get my I, reindeer a hat. I put yeah. my hat in the group chat i was like i'm bringing a hat and i'm bringing gin Come on, this, guys. This was obviously Excuse the, me, do the, you expect me to read messages you send me? That is really your oh, fault. Oh, is this wow. the group chat that I'm not in? You cut me real deep, man. <laughs> Rin, you're only not in it because you're not on Facebook, and I had to yeah. leave the WhatsApp group because that's, of meme overload. That, that's absolutely <laughs> So how are we all doing Christmassy-wise? Um... Doing well. It's I'm a, a, it's gonna be a very busy, very exciting time for me. Um, because my parents are gonna finally see their grandchild for the first time, which is yeah. It's just it's a bit overdue because he's like now he's gonna be like um three months old. <laughs> uh, because in, he he's a COVID a baby, isn't he? he a is lockdown baby. baby. Yeah, and they they live in Cork, so you know restrictions and all that just kind of put a dampener on them being able no to i completely understand like poor well that's just it like stevie hasn't seen her grandparents and her family in like basically since because like i mean lockdowns can rise and go but you can't really kind of take the risk and all that you know festive yeah. as it all sounds yeah absolutely you know it's gonna be a very mask filled uh christmas i feel so with the window oh open. no yeah oh no the baby mask yeah well, no, no, like it's fine. It's just a baby mask. It's not like we're going to sit down and watch Son of the Mask, which would be just, you know, objectively worse. Um, oh, uh, see, now you sound like a Grinch. Have, have you seen Son of the Mask? Don't. I have. I saw, I've seen Son of the Mask before I saw the mask. Oh, thank God no. there's a halfway decent Loki in it. <laughs> oh, that, that, Alan, that's a very, like, what's his name? Very... The, the guy who plays Nightcrawler? Yeah. Oh, uh, Cameron Burr's name. But that's Alan a very Cumming, he's a decent yeah. Loki in a terrible film. The fact that I am delusional yeah. with exhaustion, but I think we should watch Soda the Mask. I yeah. think that'd be a riot. Yes, guys, that's if you're it. just tuning in on the radio, you might want to just like you know turn it down just for about the what's the runtime of Soda the Mask? Hands off the wheel and just <laughs> ride. Yeah. Well, look, if we're going to do this, if we're going to watch a terrible <laughs> hear, film, hello, Christmas, my baby, hello, my honey. Yeah. If we're going to watch a terrible Christmas, uh, film of Christmas, I recommend Santa's Sleigh, because at least that's a killer Santa in a bad film. So, um, always worth doing that instead. My go-to Christmas movie, and it's always the first one we watch of the Christmas season, because it's not like overly Christmassy, but it does take part, like it does take part at Christmas time, is Just Friends. Oh, yeah. So good. So Ryan Reynolds, like peak Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like just watching Friends like over and no. over. Well, I do that no. too. Like on a loop. It helps me sleep. 
I actually, I got reminded of one that I haven't seen in so many years. This is probably going to sound real obvious to some of you, but one that I think is going to go back to me every year now is Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins Guys. is great. Yeah, yes. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. I just forgot that for years. <laughs> Oh, it with yeah, of course it is. There's oh, lots no, of like anti-commercial things in it, like you know. Yeah. No, it's, it's so good. It's so much. They fun. take a sort of Victorian-esque landlord and throw her out a window via oh, a stairlift. Like comically evil woman uh, <laughs> who is like outwardly like this is the sort of thing you get away with in the 90s of like a woman actually threatening to kill your dog. No subtlety. Oh, that's what I love about that film, though, because in the first scene, she like threatens to like she's in the post office and she threatens to put the dog in a spin dryer. And some town guy is standing next to the queue. He's like, "Yep, that'd kill it, all right." (laughs) (laughs) I just I don't know. And it's it's probably like some text that really makes it funnier in in our the year of our Lord twenty twenty. But it is very funny that she's also a landlord. (laughs) Yeah. But I, again, yeah. I, think, I think those are things that were like they, like, like they were definitely topical for the time, but it's kind of like one of those things going, the more things uh, change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. You know? Um, like, it's the same thing with, like, watching, like, I mean, again, watching uh, another Christmas classic is uh, It's a Wonderful Life, but man, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the issues in it, like, still ring true today because it's basically a guy working in, like, the equivalent of a credit of a um, of a credit union telling a banker like no, no it's like no we have to stay open because but you'll basically just put up cheap housing that and they, people won't be able to afford the mortgages on it and they won't be able to they won't be able to afford mortgage or rent and it'll just drive down the quality of the town and that's exactly what happens when he, when he decides he doesn't want to exist anymore well again it was like, like it was a kind of I don't know if he's second generation, but the director wasn't an American, like, sort of native. Like, you know, I don't think you'd get that perspective in, like, the 30s, 40s of filmmaking mm. from without that outside context. Actually, bizarrely enough, have you ever seen the thing on Netflix, this documentary called Five Came Home? No. No. It's it's not Christmassy at all, but it's brilliant because the name of the director, uh, it's wonderful, life escaped me at the moment, but basically these five really great film directors from the 30s and 40s were all sent off to war just to film footage of World War II for propaganda purposes. And they get five big modern film people like, you know, Spielberg, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, Guillermo del Toro. uh, Like, I can't remember who else it is, but they get them to essentially do like a, a profile on their time in the war and it's mesmerizing it's only three episodes but it's absolutely brilliant i'm gonna kick myself for not remembering the director Mm. of it's a wonderful life but yeah if you're looking for something to kill three hours that is absolutely amazing like it's well worth a watch awesome um thank you for joining me in my little your little conversation called the sack there (laughs) yes 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 it's if you i'm afraid that the full thing is locked behind 27.99 on disney plus you're gonna have to go there to get the rest of it yeah mulan is that you (laughs) (laughs) that is the name of my ted talk mulan is that you (laughs) with a special appearance by ming now when (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna look up It's a Wonderful Life. This is driving me crazy. PCP. But guys, so should we talk about the big Disney explosion that has come out? The Frank Capra. Sorry. Anyway, should we talk about the big Disney explosion? It is a real wonder of just schedule. Like the fact that this came out like the day after the last show. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, we finished the show. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a deluge. Yeah. Well, look. The, the, this is what I was saying. After years of doing weekly podcasting, it always just seems to happen that the day after you record a show is when all the news happens. It just seems to go that way. But like, one of the things that like, it, the one of the things that just like struck me by it was like, just the, sh- like, there was so much stuff. To, there was so much stuff to unpack from it. It was genuinely difficult to Google everything in one place. Like, oh, like I, I think I, I showed Keenan at first and like, it was just the, the Twitter thread. And yeah. just kept scrolling. Yeah, I had the worst luck. I Kev literally broke the news to me because my mm. like phone credit ran out the night of the explosion. And yeah. so we were like on the floor and Kev, you know, mentioned to me because we're not allowed to have phones on the floor, hush hush. Um, that there was this thing. And I was like, What? And I don't know, Twitter. He had to show me this like scrolling, 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 all these announcements, and it's like it's almost moving too fast to process all of it like if you told me in isolation that kang was joining the marvel cinematic universe that would have been enough excitement for a week for me let alone all the deluge of star wars stuff you know yeah yeah like it just and like it like if if anything this is really just a a signifier of just how much disney owns (laughs) that's terrifying yep like the the one that like the one that the one that caught me off guard was because they own Fox, they now own FX. So they made FX announcements. So via the Disney Twitter account, we found out that there are four more seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. But we knew that was coming anyway. Like They, they yeah, had already said it without again, officially announcing it. When the first it. announcement of this comes from Disney, this is where we're at 2020. Yeah. You, you know it's a very weird time and to that's be alive. wild. Yeah, it's a weird time to be alive yeah. when Disney's promoting uh, promoting It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's if kind the of gang beautiful. gets bought out by Disney. Legal consultation with the mouse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so Disney mice. owns the rights to the So Disney owns the rights to Lethal Weapon 5 now. Yep. Like the version they did in It's Always Sunny. Well, listen, all I'm saying is Disney now has at their disposal two very different Jiminy Crickets. Mm. <laughs> Crossover. If they ever need someone to play an ostrich in a Disney movie, they've got the right actor ready. <laughs> listen, that Pinocchio live action's happening. Oh, God. The first one was horrifying enough. I'm yeah, still, I, I, I am I don't still, really... because, like, it's not, wait, was, is this, is this Del Toro? No, Del Toro's a stop motion. Yeah. Stop motion, yeah. Because uh, I remember, like, this, this is one of these things that was in production now for years, and it was Guillermo del Toro, but the one thing that really, that stuck with me was one of the original casting uh, rumors was Tom Waits' Geppetto, and that would be amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Amazing, but also deeply uncomfortable. 
as <laughs> to have Tom Waits. Well, that's just Pinocchio. Have you yeah. seen them transform into those donkeys? I have, but in like the live it... action, yeah. yeah. Great movie, great movie. In anything, that CGI mm. Germany cricket was horrific. Mm. Again, Del Taro, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think. Del Taro has it in his bones to do anything less than just mildly unsettling. I think it's as, oh, yeah, I think I'm that's looking as, forward to it. That's as that's as soft <laughs> as his uh, his uh, sensibilities get. Apparently, apparently there was another Pinocchio, like a live action one that came out like this year, and it's in Italian, and it's supposed to be horrifying. Mm, I'd well believe it. <laughs> I'd well believe it. No, nothing will ever beat the the first Disney cartoon, the one that came out in like the forties or the fifties. Mm. And he's like, "Why are you crying?" And he's like, "Geppetto goes because you're dead, Pinocchio." And he goes, "But I'm not dead." And he's like, "Yes, you are. Now lie down." <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, can I just say, not that I want to like to give too much praise to Disney, but I'm really impressed that they didn't edit out like the cigars and the alcohol and stuff on disney plus pinocchio well, that, that was they, they actually they haven't edited out any of the original stuff so like if you go into the original uh lady and the tramp they still have the very very racy siamese cats whereas in the mm. new one they've changed all that yeah but, uh, yet, but yet no song of the south so yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. song of the south gets a bad rap it's just boring it was black exploitation <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> It may not have been overly racist, but it was black exploitation. Yeah, it was like the most high-profile, well-budgeted black exploitation film ever made. Yeah, no one's allowed to see it anymore because of that reason. Yeah, you know, no, under no circumstances can they know that uh, that black people were paid better than the average black exploitation film. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh man. Oh well, at least we at least we always have Boss N word to watch instead. God, so. you're really hitting between this and uh, Bloody Son of the Mask. You're really hitting the IMDb bottom one hundred. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, fast yeah. and loose in this Christmas episode. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> the, bo- the bottom one hundred is a more fun one hundred, to be honest. Um, uh, let's let's see what else is digging around this bag. Hey, how do guys feel like trolls too? Oh. They're eating that him, is, and is, then they're gonna eat me. And then they're gonna eat me. <laughs> oh, my oh, my oh my god! <laughs> the thing, the thing, the thing I love about that is that, like, that isn't even the most r- ridiculous thing in that film. And it's the most famous bit from it, and it's not even like if you think that's ridiculous and you haven't seen Troll Two, see how the film ends, and and tell me that that's still the most ridiculous part of it. You can't spill in hospitality. I won't allow it. Not the cheeseburger. The cholesterol. Oh, oh so bad. I love that film so much. Like, uh, have, have you seen the documentary on the making of Trolls 2 yet? Like they did one make three or four years ago. Movie. That's yeah. it. That, yeah, was, yeah, that, yeah. that was done with the guy who played the, the father. And it's very, that very good. Explains a lot. It, it, it's very, very good if you haven't seen it. But like, a lot of things become very, very understandable. Because remember watching it and going like, why has the <laughs> why have they taken a thesaurus to natural dialogue, and then finding out that the director's Italian and he just thought that he knew how Americans behaved better than Americans did, and you go, oh, okay, yeah, that now everything makes sense, <laughs> like. 
you must leave my room this is a teenager girl by the way go you must leave my room or before my father discovers you and you're like what (laughs) it was he that kissed me yeah (laughs) you know there's there's the there's a grandfather we're not sure which of the parents is uh uh, is is their child because both of them seem to claim ownership of them (laughs) it's a bit weird um, at least, I, at least, I I think that they shouldn't claim both claim parentage, but you know, again, maybe that's a maybe that's the, the Italian director making a statement on the American family. Um, but yeah, oh, Troll Two, classic. Well, Troll Two is classically a statement. statement on deep cultural norms and problematic society, mm. or maybe it's just a guy who doesn't know how to write a script. Yep. Either, either, either theory is possible. Finger in both scales. All yeah. you need to learn from that movie is it doesn't matter what your skill level is, dreams do come true. <laughs> All you need to learn about that movie is you don't need to actually have a troll in your Troll yeah. 2 movie. Yeah. Don't give up. Always just keep, keep submitting. Yeah. Gonna keep get on keeping on. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, it's, it, it's really important to note that like... Never stop, of- never stopping. <laughs> It's really important to note that like a lot of films they don't get they don't get completed and even if you don't think the film's going very well you might as well force it through to completion because you know what someone might think hey this piece of crap is really fun and then you get a whole new lease on life because of it then you, you know? end up with something like the disaster artist where your yeah. movie was so terrible that they had to yeah. make another movie about how terrible your movie was yeah your your no, movie your missed the you're he writes a book on how bad the making of that movie was, and then James yeah. Franco makes a movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your film misses the mark so wildly that someone else decides to make a movie. Right, that someone who worked on it wanted to write a book about it, and someone read that book and decided I'm making a movie about that book. Wild guys, times. there's a reason the film Ed Wood exists. Yeah, I just I just need one for the guy that I just need a film for or the guy who made Birdemic, and I'll be real happy. Yeah. Oh, get oh, the guys man. who did Dolomite is my name. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. the Edward guys anyway. So like they yeah. they've found their niche in writing yeah. these kind of so bad it's good I, type characters. And that that band that plays that song hanging out with my family, they just need to just bring them back because that song is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, I, I need a TED talk on how for a start the guy who pitched Cube got that movie made and how he managed to swindle 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 studio out of three of them. Yeah, that's, first that's, Cube, I love Cube. Join us for it's great. Cube is our new TED talk. Force yeah. it through to completion, starring Bryn. Yeah. <laughs> just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. <laughs> just finish it. Just get this. Just get it done. <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, I'm talking. <laughs> Telling this to the guy that has all three Cube DVDs. Yeah, I love dude. <laughs> in a box set. It's Sweet. not just all yeah, three. Yeah. It's a box set. Yeah. Sweet standard deaf yeah. DVDs. Yep. The first look, hey man, I I will hear nothing bad about the first Cube movie. I love it. The the sequel and the the okay, prequel. Okay, what about Cube uh, Two Hypercube? Hyper Hypercube is nonsense. Lads, <laughs> on behalf of me and the audience, what is Cube? Yeah. I feel like we're going too far here. Okay, we're going so, down the wormhole. So basically, the, 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 premise, the because, premise for uh, the three films. Brit, 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 can I, can I please yeah. just read the blurbs from you the can, back of the? You can, you can. Yeah. Yes, yes. Do that. I'm sorry, please, people listening at home. 
Comment nasty comments on our Facebook if this is way too niche. Is we need to know. We need to watch these films. Uh, They're great. Story time. Okay, so the blurb of the Cube One DVD: A cop, a professional thief, a student maths whiz, a psychologist, an autistic adult. Six strangers awaken from their daily lives to find themselves trapped in a surreal prison, a seemingly endless maze of interlocking cubicle chambers armed with lethal, lethal booby traps. None of these people know why or how they were imprisoned, but it soon emerges that each of them has a skill that can contribute to their escape. Who created this diabolical maze and why? There are unanswered questions on every side, while personality struggles for power emerges, the tension rises, but one thing is crystal clear, unless they can learn to cooperate to work out the secrets of this deadly trap. None of them have- wow, they do not mention this. Okay, so the whole premise is that they arrive, they wake up in a cube. They wake up in a cube room. So it's Maze Runner. <laughs> they wake up no. in a cube room. <laughs> Uh, in a giant cube <laughs> facility. Yeah. And some of the rooms are trapped. Yeah. They don't know which. Yeah. So Basically. it's Maze Runner. Uh, and then so it's Saw. It's Saw. Yeah, but it came cubes. out. It was, yeah. Yeah. It came out in 1997. <laughs> uh, Saw is definitely heavily influenced by Cube. Yeah. And the Maze Runner. Yeah. And while Cube <laughs> 1 kind of makes a little Ooh. bit of logical sense, yeah. Cube 2 just yeah. threw like. Quantum magic physics at it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't like, they call it the cube, cube squared or something like that? Since you've got cube, cube as your like, name anyway. The cubes travel mm. through time. Okay, now you yeah. have my attention. Yep. Yeah. That's like then, when they lost the plot with Hellraiser and they just started putting them in space. Yeah. Hellraiser had a plot? The first one did. Well, it took the question of who controls the cubes. Yeah. And the answer That's is a reasonable question. And the answer is unbelievably underwhelming. Um, <laughs> is, it, a resounding is it Jason? Yeah. Is it the Daleks? Is it Q? Because that'd be cool. And the crowd goes mild. Yeah, no, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like the first the first cube is definitely worth watching. The director went on to do um, a few bit, different bits and pieces. He does a lot of stuff for Westworld now. The, um, oh, okay. the TV show, yeah. The one about um, the robots. The, yeah, the robots and all that and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, Cube is nuts. Uh, would recommend it. Um, it's just nineties schlocky fun at this point. Um, and it also actually, I don't. Uh, I'm not sure who else is a fan of Stargate and and uh, an awful fan to watch Stargate Atlantis. But one of the actors from that is also in the first Cube film. But uh, yeah. Oh, I'm getting like straight to DVD vibes off this now. Yeah, it's it, it more like it, well, yeah, it probably would be straight to DVD by American standards. It was an independent Canadian okay. horror film, so okay, that's that's, that's too, respectable. Yeah, not too far off. Um, yeah, and like it's a good film. Um, but yeah, for I think for like. You know, I, I'm still looking for like the perfect horror film to watch over Christmas because it's just nice time to watch a horror film because then they can just watch <laughs> again. It Gremlins. Gremlins. No, Gremlins. no, but I want I want an actual horror film yeah. that I can watch. Scrooge is pretty horrific. Yeah. Hellraiser five. Hellraiser in space. Mm. I'm not or even Jason kidding. Jason ten. Jason in space. I, yeah. I, I'm but, not even kidding. Like Hellraiser yeah. five is literally they're in space. Yeah. If I wanted to watch a good Hellraiser film in space, I would just watch. Um, I would just what was that film? What's that film called again now? 
um, Event Horizon. I just watched that instead. I, I, I um, thought yeah, we talked about this before. I thought you were going to say Jason X. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Jason, Jason. Did you say Jason 10, Kim? Yeah. He did say Jason <laughs> no, no, 10. Jason I wanted to illustrate how many entries there were by that point. Because yeah. he'd taken Manhattan and only space was left. Yeah. I must go to the one place that hasn't been conquered by capitalism. Space. Oh. <laughs> to space. Oh, God. Tim Curry. Me, Tim Curry. Oh. Oh, he is a treasure. Um, that, like, oh, that was saying if it was J. Jonah Jameson versus Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, I think it's really sad that, like, he's had to do, um, like, he's had to spend, like, the last while in his career just doing uh, voice acting, but that did mean that he played uh, G. Gordon Godfrey for a season or two of uh, of uh, DC's um, Young Justice series, and he was so good in it. He basically was, like, doing, like, a, an English... English or Australian Glenn Beck, which was just so entertaining. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... oh, dude, he was Palpatine in the Clone Wars for a while. He's what? having loads of fun yeah. voice stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he kind of like he kind of has to do the voice yeah. stuff. He doesn't really like you know he had a stroke. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, I that's why he didn't know that. Him. Yeah, no, that's yeah, why he's he wheelchair bound. Yeah. Oh, that's no. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why he's not doing any um. That's why he's not doing any physical acting is because like he he physically can't. Yeah, that's why they should do. Oh the, no! I would I would still petition to get him back in if there was a remake of Doctor Strange Love going around. Um, just because he would be really really good. He, yeah, he could do that. Yeah. Or a, se- a sequel to Muppets Treasure Island. It's not too late. <laughs> what you want, like Long John Silver book- in a wheelchair? Well, he could be in his rowboat for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> He could. Uh, th- he could. I think. I think that might be a bit da- dangerous, though. To be honest. <laughs> Unless okay. Well, you have to... the Muppets carry him round. It's very much in his character. Oh no, we're going into dangerous territory here. Let's let's cut that conversation yeah. I, don't, I, don't right there. I, I don't know if I trust the modern Muppets to pull that off. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's. I haven't been brave enough to check out the new Muppet stuff. Are we still talking about Christmas or <laughs> Disney? Occasion- occasionally going it's on to Christmas, it. my guy. Yeah, it's all Christmas. Yeah. Welcome back to this festive to... special. Yeah. Have you enjoyed yeah. our TED talk on the Second World yeah. War and the cubes <laughs> and yeah. uh, the tragic nature of Tim Curry? Yeah. Is this still Christmas? Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. No, we're, we're kind of. We're hovering in and in and out around uh, around the the concept of Christmas <laughs> and <laughs> all that it entails. Trying to sneak a, a sneaky slice of turkey, just kind of ebbing around. Yeah, <laughs> you know, much like in Hypercube, we're just going in and out of the. <laughs> you know, if, if uh, Christmas is sensible plot and uh, and and we're uh, trying to stay on track with it, we're like Hypercube, where we veer close to it. But never really reaches. Um, it's like the DVD logo space. bouncing along the screen. It never that, quite hits the corner. That, that is that. That's exactly what it is. Like in that that amazing that episode keeps of the prim and... Bryn, try that with your kid. Honestly, mm. Prim loves it. Like just like any time. Oh no! I'll lend you mine. <laughs> and a blank TV. 
I'm sure you could just Google like DVD. Oh, there, like, there saver. has to be a you know, 10 hour version on YouTube. Um, that will be the same every time. It's, gonna, you need the magic. And I'm sure someone and I'm sure someone's got it mixed with rain effects. Oh, <laughs> don't even I'm gonna, diss I'm the rain just, effects. I'm just gonna look up. Yeah. Um, literally the first search on on, uh, on uh, YouTube is 10 hours of uh, a DVD yes. logo screensaver. <laughs> So. I give you dads on the <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you, know. if you listen to me and Bryn's episode like two episodes ago, yes, da- tired dads on the internet yeah. is you know. basically the new show, dad and you guys are special guests. Sorry, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like literally bouncing around space in a DVD <laughs> logo shaped cube. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that that's that's pretty much what every episode of the show is like, I feel. Um you know, you know what? Are, are we all just in... like all the topics are in the corners and we just keep hitting near them. Are, are, aren't we all but in a cube of our own making? <laughs> you certainly are. Yeah. Look, you know, this is what happens. Uh <laughs> Well, oh, since, since we've forsaken Christmas anyway, have you guys yeah. checked out the new den yet? No. no. I have not. Oh, it's have, so good. I don't have regular telly and uh, the RTE player is where sadness comes from. <laughs> yeah, the closest Oh, the RTE player is uh, cack, I'm, but it's well I'm, worth it. It's so the funny. Thing, the closest thing I have to regular TV is the Channel 4 app. Oh, f- all four. Yeah, all that's four, great. yeah. Yeah, okay, well, let me picture this. Andrea Core and Dustin the Turkey singing Fairy Tale in New York. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to stop oh. you there, Keen. Yeah. That sounds like a big pile of no thank you to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh no, but it's no, great though. There's no particular reason why I have to stop you. I just have to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be Father Ted and not me. It's genuinely look, in a week with Star Trek Discovery and The Mandalorian, the den has edged its way into our favorite viewing thing of the week. It's just anarchy and it's great crack. I don't believe you. <laughs> this well, is my response. There's one that. episode left. You're going to have to see it. I, I, I'm, I'm really not going to do that. I'm really You'll be not trapped in a cube that. of your own curiosity. I absolutely will not i will be trapped in a cube of my own of my own inebriation is what i'll be trapped in um justin the turkey (laughs) because zig and zag are awesome yeah but is dustin even still a thing well it doesn't matter if he's a thing it's entertaining i don't need him to be a fad or anything it's just good tv i I don't mean a fad like obviously he's not a fad because he's not like i i haven't seen him anywhere in years yeah like is not he since still he lost the eurovision uh, in what he's, sense he's what working, thing he's, he's been working the whole behind the scenes he's been doing a lot of production credits <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he went into directing yeah he's been um, <laughs> you know he, he's uh, he's really got more into the technical side of how uh, of how everything's done yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you get you kind of get into that point with Hollywood. Yeah, he wrote the last three seasons of NCIS. <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, he's been instrumental in ha- in how the plot's been delivered for the last uh, Fast and the Furious films as well. So. <laughs> yeah, he directed the last Spider Man. He did. He did do that. That's a fact. <laughs> I was wondering why that that European movie had a segment in like Valley Firm or actually that explains a lot. <laughs> you leave Valley Firm out of this, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I'd want Spider-Man to come to my town. (laughs) She's done it before. Go check out the first episode of Doing It for the Exposure. You'll see some weird stuff. (laughs) Any episode of that show, it gets weird. (laughs) As all good podcasts do. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, this is the hill I'm willing to die on. The den is great crack, and they do it live, and there's a mad twist on it every single week, and I'm going to really miss it after this week's Christmas special. So that they have, like, killers or some shit? Is, is that what I understand from this? Well, you're just going to have to watch it, won't you? They bring in, like, Nancy Drew to solve mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> they bring in a different crime solver each week. One week it's Nancy Drew, another week it's Praro. Oh, who was they the guy they used to draw br- for them? Who? The, the, Don Connolly? Don Connolly? Uh, Don Connolly? Conroy. Oh, I tried to order his books in. They're out of print. Oh, he's great. Oh. Why do you keep bringing my mood down, Katie? First Tim Curry and now this. (laughs) Well, I just said he was great. And and he's on Instagram and Facebook and everything, so you can follow him. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I've just got a text from Tara saying, let me in. (laughs) (laughs) Should we leave him? Yes, do, do let me in. It's cold. Oh, oh, I was going to say it so we can be able to hear this in the edit. Uh, no, 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 no. Seriously, you guys got to let me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dara's like Force Ghost is beaming in from like a, the, the bridge of a star destroyer. Not the radio or Spotify yeah. listeners would get the benefit but of it. It's, it's not horrific, it, it's, not be, it's not beaming him in fully, so we're losing. No, no, kind no, of like, like, far. Kind of losing. Kind of... Okay, I'm back. Oh my god, we're back. Yeah. You know what it is? It's just like that. Oh, it's way too. It's your JJ. It's your JJ. Hey, do you want me to move it all full lens flare? I've got this bloody lens flare light right behind me. I don't know. We need to do definitely. We need to do something about the lens flare light. It's yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't even know why it's so bad. It's just always is. You need to talk to your lighting guy. You need to get some softer rays in here. You know, Brynn, you know, we know what we need to do. We need to bring in Rusty. Uh, No, no. We got rid of Rusty for a very good reason. (laughs) He needs needs the second chance. He He needs a job. It's the holiday season, you heartless, heartless man. Rusty had two hundred and four different chances. He tried. And he, f- he he tried every time, but he <laughs> failed every time. Oh man, poor old Rusty. Poor yeah. Rusty. He condos uh, out too many Christmases. <laughs> like Rusty, sorry, help what? It was an in joke we had from years ago where we had another person. Oh, I could tell it was an in joke. Yeah. <laughs> so we we we'd have we'd have a background a background person. Who may or may not be real. Yeah, who every time Rusty. would go wrong, we'd, we'd blame Carl Rusty. Rusty. And he'd yeah. say, I'm sorry, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it was. Father, build me legs. Build me Father. <laughs> why? So, why was I programmed to feel? See, Homer, that's why your robot didn't work. <laughs> so how late am I? Quite late. Okay. Well, we well I've covered... tried to talk about the Disney explosion three times. And instead, why don't you give us the... Because I trust Kev to keep notes. Based on his uh, own show. What if we... <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about five minutes ago. When we do your anime show, you have like prepared notes and things, and I rock well, up and I barely have a. That's, that's, well, look, well, look what arrived today, gang. That's my show. Nice. 
The boogie mess that is cyberpunk. Broken one. The broken yeah. one. But it's okay. I'm okay that it's broken. I, I like it. Here's the thing. Cyberpunk is supposed to be broken and janky. This is exactly what it's supposed to be. It's broken like me. <laughs> Build me pixels. You know, it's like, I think people will finally be like, hey, you know when you say a game's not done? It means a game's not done. Stop bullying. Yeah. Please no bully. Yeah, but then you know? don't announce a game until it's done. Uh, don't yeah. release a game until it's done. Yeah. But that, dude, like the amount of the amount of like I haven't even put that in yet. Literally, I was working so much that I didn't get a chance to. And this was supposed to yeah. write yesterday. So like I was just like, okay, I haven't even put this in, but I know the minute I pop this into the PS4, the patch is gonna be like 80 gigs. Yeah, uh, Bethesda, like... is that you? <laughs> See, here's the thing. Bethesda got away with this for ages. It's fine, except for a Fallout. That's because well, the, they just released the creation. Just because you keep getting away it. with something doesn't make it okay. Yeah, you know, it's not like we're calling it Jeffrey Dahmer here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with what Project uh, CD, CD Project Red did. It's fine. They're they grand. They tried. They should just do what Bethesda does. Give the fans the creation kit and let them fix it. Yep. Yeah, basically. Well, that will probably happen eventually. But here's the thing, you know, you can fix it. Yeah, apparently it works fine on the PC. It works fine on next gen. It's just PlayStation 4 that apparently is bad. So we're going to find out. So I'm going to I'm gonna play it on Twitch. So mm. yeah, check that out. I have next week off. So that's what my next week is going to be. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. Having time off at Christmas. I know it's weird. It's weird when he told me. I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I would have felt that you being a techie type would be slammed right until New Year's. See, the main thing about it is, it's like I don't. What I do is fine. Like it's not so much dealing with issues, putting out fires. We handle stuff before the fires happen, so it's fine. Brendo, yeah, you, you just yeah. like you take Brendan, the matches Brendan, yeah. off the child yeah. and you're like, no, put those away. Yeah, Brendan, Brendan's the one putting out the yeah. fires. Dar- 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 you can't. Dar- There's no way. Going, maybe the fire's a feature. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you just nice have to look. Green saver. You have to look at it from both sides. You know? <laughs> see from the IT crowd where Denim sees the computer, the, the fire. Yeah, and that's what they use. I love how the smoke seems to be coming off the top. <laughs> also, yeah. um, I finally crossed over to Dark Side and got a Mac mouse. Look at that. Look how ridiculous that is. Ooh, Ooh, burns. I know, I know, I know. This is how they get you and keep you. A Mac keyboard, too. Yeah. This, oh, again, no. it's disgusting, right? Yeah. Th- again, this is how they get you and keep you. They just, you know, <laughs> you get used to it. And then you're like, I need this level of luxury in all aspects of my life. Absolutely. And then, Absolutely. And then that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm doing my hardest, Joey, pretending to understand Nod. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say though, for all the hatred that I get that I give Max, I feel really, I feel really sorry. Uh, I feel bad about it because they're not they're pretty good. But this thing is ridiculous. This cost. Look at this. This cost fifty quid. It's like the the USCC to digital multiport yep. adapter. Why does this cost so much money? Because no. Apple. Because yeah, because but, Apple. But it doesn't make any sense. I have a better one here that costs like a tenner. It's like, no, it makes no, sense. No. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah but that's not Apple. It. They it's not it, Apple. And you must buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. I will give them the mouse and the keyboard. It's pretty good, but yeah. But you see, but... that this is how they get you though, because you just get in the habit of going, "Oh, I have to buy these extra bits," and then they go, 
and then they go, oh, well, you need to buy your own charger as well. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. they don't sense. even give you a charger yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah, because they're bad for the environment, unlike yeah, every other Yeah, but your phone needs the phone. charger. <laughs> like, if they give you one, then you won't have to buy one. Wait, who doesn't, who doesn't give... iPhones don't have chargers? They don't the, have the new, chargers now. The newest now. ones don't, yeah. My, no. girlfriend, my, my girlfriend got the, the 12, and the charger comes separate. Listen, if your phone... <laughs> If your phone doesn't come with a charger, you've been scammed. Like, I'm sorry, but if your yeah. phone, if your phone costs yeah. a grand, the yeah. least they can do is give you a charger. Yeah, Man. Like, or even it, just a cable. Yeah, my my fit <laughs> for the wall. <laughs> no, it do, it does come with the cable. It just doesn't come with the rest of it. Is the problem? Um, and you can't even put headphones in them. No. Well, um, well. You could just drill into it, yeah. <laughs> put it in the microwave, put it in the microwave, it. and charge yeah. it. You know that—that's yeah. the solution. Yeah. Not well, saying yeah. you should do that, but for was it the last like, microwave that like? exploded as well? If I remember <laughs> anything from the last chemistry class I did nigh on ten years ago, mm. potato. That's your solution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Potato is the answer. Um, Look, I went to a again, school where, it, where people lit magnesium on fire in the back of geography for a joke. Like, yeah. I never had a where chance. Did get magnesium? Where did you get magnesium? I guess the science room. This Our is, like science. Such, this is such, such so a, fancy. Yeah, yeah. Such a fancy posh. <laughs> yeah, we did exactly. That's the screw-ups are like getting magnesium to light on fire. It was a black rock school. I wasn't giving you grief. I just said that Dustin the turkey would be happy to t- take his film career there. If you have a problem with that, then that's more on you than me. <laughs> Mr. Black Rock over here burning magnesium. This was before the money. This was before they'd have their daily money fight. That's the yeah. truth of it. Well. Absolutely. <laughs> that is an integral part of accounting class. You take oh, that of course. Back. Of course. I'm, you know, that's, yeah. that's how you learn. Yeah. I mean, you learn a lot about money by picking it up off the floor. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just what you got to do. You got to yeah. do it, you know. But... <laughs> Oh man, I still can't believe they burn magnesium. I didn't even see magnesium. <laughs> they weren't supposed to. <laughs> I didn't even see it. Mm. Oh, where I come from, they just burn each other's hair or something. Like, it just magnesium up in here. It hits the ceiling quicker than you hear it, which is mad in and of itself. Can I just say, I didn't do it. I was just in the classroom when it happened. Of Funny course story. you were. Yeah, Funny yeah. story. Unlikely story. Funny story. True story. So. Here's why my school got banned from Trinity, right? Um, because someone set off a stink bomb in the middle of the heart of Trinity. And and for the rest of like, I think they're unbanned now, but for like four or five years, just no one from my school was allowed to go to Trinity unif- in uniform. So, oh, wow. like, they're, like, the heart- from, they're like, no. But like no. the heart of Trinity is outdoors. Oh, but they just go everywhere. So this was in one of their uh, little classrooms that they had around it, so... Oh, okay. Because, yeah, if you just let it uh, okay. in the courtyard, it would just dissipate within minutes. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, what's this? <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my God. No, okay. I right. used to do the- yeah. No, 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 no. Let's, 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 let's go on with Trinity. I, I no, no, My weirdest memories of Trinity. 
No, I used to, because I used to do theatre shows there. And all I remember is whenever I'd walk around, people would just yell concierge at me. For reasons to this day, I still can't understand. Because you wear a waistcoat and someone... a bow tie. Where, where are you oh, wearing... now it makes sense. Where are you wearing a, waist to- a bow tie and waistcoat? It's me, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, then that's the, that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, now it makes sense. Kian, I, I, Kian, thought, I thought Kian. they had to be to do something. Yeah. Kian, if you're wearing the uniform, don't expect it to get treated like you're, like you're, don't expect to get treated any different than someone who's wearing a uniform. Here, you know? Kian, this you, raises so many questions. Does I, Trinity have concierges? Kian, I, I've Were they up. literally requesting a drink? For crit- I've gift wrapped you this present on Christmas. It's self awareness. The ship has sailed on that one. <laughs> I know Trinity do have like a tradition where you can wear a sword if you're like your top top of your class or something like that. And I know you're allowed. Fantastic. And and, I, and if you and you're allowed to bring a goat as well yeah. to class also. So you have some weird rules. So I, I yeah. wouldn't... It's, it's that if you have the key to the city, you're allowed to uh, let your sheep graze in there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Like... So I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember having a. Le- I remember I had a lecturer who got uh, her uh, PhD just as uh, she started lecturing in uh, in, in uh, my college from Trinity. And uh, mm-hmm. she found a nice little loophole with uh, the rules for the conferring, which was that they, like for women, the, for women, there wasn't really a dress code. It was just like, you know, uh, it basically was just like dress in black, but it didn't really say if it was black tie, if it was black dress <laughs> or whatever. So she went grand and <laughs> went down and bought, and bought an all black Nike tracksuit. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Doesn't say anything wrong with this. So. I thought you were gonna say she showed up dressed as like Darth Vader or something. Um, to be fair. Speaking mm. of which, yes. Do <laughs> you have any thoughts, Dara? Now that you're here from your Star Destroyer, do yes. you have any thoughts on the Disney explosion that's come out this week, last week, either way? Um. Okay. So there's been two times in my life that I went to bed early. First time, first I, I, I mean, I was so angry that I had to go to bed and give up on the day. The first time was when I watched Transformers Two and got so upset I had to oh, yeah, yeah. Talk, right try and process it. The second time was when I found out Disney bought Star Wars, and I've been justified in that in that upset in that um, resolute anger towards Disney Star Wars. So, look, while I'm willing to admit that The Mandalorian is pretty good and I have enjoyed the two episodes I've watched, that's enough. I'm, I'm grand now. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I caught up. I'm like, oh, grand, okay. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm glad with what Katie said as far as your suggestion that they should just do TV shows. I think that's a much better way of doing things. Um, mm. But there's nothing that really kind of grabs me with the exception of Obi-Wan. I'm just like, okay. But I'm still like the cool thing is it seems that they are gradually wiping away the the the, the sequels through these shows, mm-hmm. which is apparently what they're doing, um, which is cool. I think it's a great idea because um, obviously, and um, yeah. So look, we'll see what happens. Nothing there grabs me at the moment where I'm like, oh my god, I need to watch this. But I think following the Marvel blueprint now, where it's like let's just use this massive platform that we have to actually tell stories that take, that can breathe. 
is a much better approach. Like the, that was the biggest problem with the last movie was that so much happened and none of it made any sense. It didn't fit together. And we we did bingo. It was so wild. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, I regret that we weren't able to do bingo this year. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I regret about a Star Wars movie not coming out this Christmas. Absolutely, but the thing about it was, it's like because this because the Mandalorian fixes all the problems that we identified as far as like you're mm. able to follow this big long narrative because everything kind of makes sense and you have these characters and you have time mm. to read and grow and even introduce other characters from legends or bring them back in or like we're seeing with Ahsoka and stuff like that it's like okay mm. cool right but don't make any more movies because you can't do it right it's just, <laughs> just you can't do it you know uh, and that's that's my main takeaway from this. I, I think they know they can't do it, so they're like, right, this works. Let's just make loads of Mandalorian. They they have fictionally got twenty five years between the Mandalorian and Force Awakens, which they need to just cram in with as much content as possible before they hit that wall. But see, that's why I think that I, that's why I think they're going to sidestep that wall completely and just probably do something with the with the 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 wills where they just change. Uh. They've already done that in Rebels. And they're yeah. bringing in so many people from Rebels, including Tron's coming back, which is crazy. So that means, obviously, where has he been? He's probably in with the will. Well, you're going to have to watch Rebels to find yeah. out, like you said. Of course. Yeah, that's where he left yeah. off. Of course. And that's what I mean by him and Ezra, I, I, his, I, I, Ezra coming back. Yeah. They're like setting up this thing where, yeah, okay, right. Force Awakens may have happened, but it didn't happen in this timeline. Hmm. I suppose the, I think- the good thing about the Force Awakens, I uh, sorry to interrupt across your brain, but all three of those movies take place in one year. Mm. You could send Baby Yoda on like a really Grogu. long trip around Tatooine, and he could miss that whole. Okay, uh, Grogu. It, it, it sticking. <laughs> it's not sticking. It's Baby Yoda. It's Baby Yoda. Stop trying to make Grogu happen. <laughs> they they should have just named him that from the beginning, and maybe yeah. maybe would have stuck then. Yeah, like the... even the even the child. Like they never once call him Baby Yoda. They call him yeah. the child. That yeah. doesn't well, stick no... either. No, like just, Mandalorian didn't know doesn't know what a Jedi is though. Like that's yeah. how yeah, that's removed weird. this is from all that nonsense. Yeah. See, uh, what's weird about that is like Return of the Jedi is like six years from there. It's like, hold on a minute. Right. You should know what a Jedi is. You know, Isn't like, a Jedi though? Yeah, yeah, Soka's a well, Jedi, so it's like it, Oh yeah, but what I what I mean is like just all he knows about the Jedi is that one meeting with Ahsoka. He doesn't know about the force or any of the kind yeah. of cultural touchstones or anything yeah. like that. Like it, the, to them, he, to, Jedi might as well be Klingons yeah. as far I, as I would, he's concerned. Like I would still argue that it's a lot weirder for Han to not know who who the yeah. Jedi are than it is for one Mandalorian. Well, he's I, clearly grown up in a religious cult. Well, here's the thing: it's so. a lot. It's a lot weirder. It's a lot weirder for Luke Skywalker to be a, like a myth and the Jedi to be a myth like thirty years after the fact. Yeah, absolutely. That made no sense, and still does make. Mm. Still makes no sense. It's mm. like, hold on a minute. There was a massive war. Oh. There was a massive hate campaign against them. <laughs> there yeah. was an empire with, with literally an evil sit. Are you for real? It's like that's like well, saying well, you know, no, but that's kind of understandable in the sense that because the empire wiped them out, they can just change the history and nobody's going to question. But it. they still, yeah. But mm. you couldn't say they're a myth because they existed. You could say that yeah. they were evil, which like that's were... what happened. Yeah, but Look. if you have if you have the empire constantly going, no, there weren't any Jedi. Mm. Yeah. I but it, and again, their 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 narrative was never that like uh, they didn't exist. It was that yeah, they, were they were a corrupt. They were a corrupt. 
outdated religious uh, sect. sect that had too much influence over the Senate. That's yeah, cool. like unless you, you know, saw them like lift a rock or something, you wouldn't yeah. believe that the Jedi had powers, I suppose. But but again, when the Jedi basically pick up any child from around the galaxy and go, you're coming <laughs> off the train with us, it's very easy to other them when no one knows who the fuck they are. Well, even, look, in, and, even in universe. And look, and this like, just adds more credibility. <laughs> well, you yeah. pick up any child. But you make yourself just going to <laughs> playground. That, 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 is, that is literally what happened. Uh, that's literally what happens because Anakin was a nine-year-old child and was too old. old. Yeah. Too We're here old. for your child, ma'am. <laughs> Do not resist. <laughs> we are, we are men and His Metacorian count is through the charts. Congratulations! All I'm, all I'm saying hello, is, hello, madam. Please ignore the robes. I want to. I noticed that your three-year-old child can lift rocks with its mind. I will. Have you heard you the good word of Bo-Katan or Kylo Ren or whatever it is? Who's that Jedi you love, Dara? Kyle Katan. Oh, Kyle Katan was like yeah. that's him. He, yeah, yeah, dude. But he was years, years after, like years after that. Like he was like. Um, it's Star Wars. There's prophecies and forced time travel left, right, and center, though. Well, see, that's the thing, and they're finally starting to understand that now that they can do that and actually fix the problems. Because look, if it wasn't for if the Mandalorian had to fail, that would have been it. Like that, that mm. would have been it. Like it's dead, never coming back. Right? Mm. Um, like we're talking like Irish economy dead. You know. Mm. Um, so... Celtic Tiger, woo! Yeah. <laughs> no, current. Magnesium! You mean one of the few economies to still grow despite pandemic? Well, worldwide, you know? <laughs> yeah, but still. Anyway, what we're saying is um, the, the main thing about it is there's, there's no, there would have been no coming back from it, right? Mm. But mm. now, because they fixed the man, now the Mandalorian has like shown kind of the way, like. Sorry, didn't mean this to make a point the there. Way. I know, I know. As soon as, as, soon as I said it, I was like, okay. Anyway, instead of the show... The- yeah, that, that was the Star Wars equivalent of like a pint glass falling in a I pub. Know, I know, <laughs> Like, whoa! Well, well, the, fact, the fact that they showed like kind of the methods that work and the story and storytelling that works is like, I think any film that comes out, it, it just, it doesn't fit anymore, you know? Like, you don't have somebody with the grand scope of storytelling of George Lucas who has the overall vision to be mm. able to squish down well, I mean, I think Dave Filoni has proven that he does. Yes, exactly. But Dave Filoni is a TV guy. Yeah. And what he's doing is great. And John Favreau would probably be the only one to maybe do a film that would actually kind of do the same thing. Yeah. I think, you know, Katie is right. TV shows are just the way to do Star Wars. And well, it, I mean, it's so obvious. Now my, pers- my personal opinion on Star Wars will always be make Knights of the Old Republic yeah. and then stop. Fair. Just well, stop. that's enough. I, I like Republic and Bane, no. and you'd be good. You know, if you just follow that, you'd be okay. Yeah. I would like to actually bring up what is the hidden gem in these Star Wars announcements in just a little one that they announced called Visions that I think is incredibly fascinating. And oh yeah. Visions, it sounds like it's like it's very thin on thin on details, but what it, it's an anthology series, so it's only kind of short excerpts, just kind of from the universe. But it's being apparently done by. It's it's going to be done by anime creators in Japan. Nice. Which yeah no of course I'm the one bringing this up. It's my brand. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, did you like comb through this to find the anime yeah, listen, in there? I didn't comb through it. It combed at me. But um, <laughs> what I, like I think that's obviously like this depends on the names. But like 
you know, they got Disney money thrown around. So, like, if they can pull out, like, a yeah, but, Dis- Okada but Disney money is running out very quickly. Disney money is running out very quickly. Not if they're charging 30 quid to watch Mulan. It doesn't mean uh, they're getting pay, 30 quid 30 for Mulan. Yeah, I uh, sorry. I know. I don't. I don't mean to tangent, but it made me really happy to see that Mulan remake in Tesco for ten quid already. Oh, well, it's it's, it's free on Disney so now. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's past oh, the um, the it's past the preview stage. No. Uh, okay. I wouldn't even. Here's the thing. I wouldn't even steal the movie. So. <laughs> in uh, theory. Oh, in theory, for his guys' purposes, of course. <laughs> no, no, you, no, Dara, you outwardly said. Oh, I did, yeah. I did say, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. because, yeah, no, because screw the CCP. Like, oh, yeah, exactly, no. Steal <laughs> the movie. Yeah, steal <laughs> no. Steal the one that's supporting concentration camps. Yeah, that, that's the one. Exactly. Yeah. Horrible movie. Anyway, but let's actually, hold on, on that point, right, not that point, but a, a similar point. Um, What do you guys think about, like, the marvelization of, the, of Star Wars? Like, do you think that's, like, a good... A good approach, or do you think there's too much Star Wars? Like, I can't believe I'm sitting here saying um, that phrase. I, I mean, I think the marvelization of Marvel didn't even work. Well, now with like, I'm really excited about WandaVision. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, really uh, that, that, but, I, I, I'm hyped about all of them. To be honest, I don't want to be like a kind of fanboy. Like, but the Loki trailer looks great. WandaVision yeah, does, looks great. Does. The Falcon one looks great, and the What If looks bonkers absolutely which i'm all in for but see that's what i mean like i think the the movie thing got a bit thin as well like the by the time uh, to be honest with you the pandemic's probably the best thing that ever happened to Mar- to marvel because it's like people were getting kind of sick of it uh, but like even so, the the, yeah. the whole thing with the marvel movies was like they backed themselves into a wall and then the only way out of it was time travel yep yeah, that's not fair, Katie, because you make it sound like they were like writing in real time and didn't have it like planned out. Obviously, the but, whole but of that's, Endgame that's the thing. They, incredibly they complex. But they had it planned out and they still backed themselves into a wall. How does that happen? No, I, well, that's to be to fair, me. though, I, I think it would have been very tempting after Endgame to do an even bigger thing. But they've kind of, they took even pandemic aside, their slate was decidedly much smaller going into 2020. And they seem to have realized that, like, they, all right, we've gone as big as we can go. Let's let everyone breathe for a minute and miss it. Like, they didn't go DC, which was like Batman versus Superman. Bigger, 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 no, bigger. Like, like, you know, even. Infinity War and Endgame should not have happened. They should just, no, just don't do it. Because like they're a great they, movie, they, but like they killed, yeah, the, they the, killed off everybody. They killed off, the, yeah. The, the, they killed off everybody, yeah. and then the only way to fix it was time travel, which is a cop out in and of itself. But here's I, the thing: on I, that, I, point, sorry, I think we're talking to a man with a tiredest T-shirt. The fact that they're like the fact that they are adaptations of comic books, time travel was an inevitability. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, but I, it just mm. by today's standards, it's it's old hat. Like time tra- time travel. No, but like. I don't know. You're I, making I, it sound like 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 they wrote Infinity War and then went, oh no, what'll we do now? Like no, it was obviously no. like a no, setup not at all. to like what I just mean is that over the course of writing all of the movies, not just Infinity War, but all of the movies, they wrote themselves into a corner. They did. So like so they should they have just like not introduced Thanos at the end of the post credit scene for um for the first Avengers film? 
Well, like I'm not saying like, don't introduce like, Thanos, but the whole thing of but, killing everyone. But the everyone. whole point of introducing Thanos is to do yeah, it. Yeah, but time, yeah, but time would be, travel. Would be my argument to that, like, because, like, otherwise, like the way that like it was done in the comics had so many characters involved yeah. with power levels that they didn't have introduced by the time that they got around to doing the films. Well, see, hold on, like, and, the, just uh, on the right before you guys, I just want to stop for one second, right? Because. The difference between the comics and the movies is loads of them. Mm. But the main thing is when they didn't realize this was going to become the biggest franchise in the world, yeah. right? Plus, they didn't have access to everybody. Like, to be honest with you, right? If Marvel probably would have done Secret War first, they probably would have done some kind of X Men story first. Mm. They, probably would have, they probably would have worked their way up to Infinity War and Endgame, but they kind of played the hand that they had. And now they kind of have to circle back. To kind mm. of redo, and that's what mm. they're kind of doing now with this Doctor Strange, one division thing, where they're like, right, we kind of have to go back, yeah, and start again, and that's what I... they're doing in a really kind mm. of clever way. Now, I agree with you, Katie. It is kind of cheap to use time travel, but they played their hand that they were given, and that's why I'm saying it's it's understandable. It's just yeah. kind of annoying that they didn't get the run at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, for me, they kind of, they lost me when they messed up a- Age of Ultron. Like, that could have yeah. been a series Blooming. in itself Absolutely. and they well, yeah. just phoned yeah. it in. Yeah, I agree there. That was... Like, a- Age, of, Age of Ultron should not have happened. No. Um, Age of Ultron, like, Ultron in the, when I read the comics as a kid, he was always my favorite because you just couldn't uh, get rid of him. He was no. always somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I think the best way in a in a movie format would have been to have like you know would have been to have like have the first Avengers open up where it's just Iron Man uh where it's just Iron Man at the opening up and it's him destroying the first iteration of Ultron and then you have a, you open up mm. the second Avengers movie and it's like it's Iron Man and it's Captain America and Thor for the sake of argument destroying the like the fourth or fifth iteration of Ultron. Yeah, Ultron should have been recurring. Yeah. You know, but it's this thing like over time where it's just like this like this thing that was kind of like a scrub then becomes the it becomes a major villain would have been good fun. But but see here's the thing though, right? Like I think they this one division thing Mm. and this multiverse thing is gonna change everything because it's fundamentally gonna shift everything that we know because I think it's cheap. It is cheap, but it's there and it's what they're going to do. And, mm. you know, obviously there's a couple of things that they're saying, not to give spoilers, but apparently what Wanda does in WandaVision is the reason that the X-Men don't show up and the reason that the Fantastic Four... Well, that makes sense because that's so, the House of M type thing backwards. Yeah, like, but what they're doing is they're ch- she changes stuff so much that Doctor Strange has to go and fix it. And this, oh. I think this is actually the arc, right? So, yeah. so... um Again, this could change, but this really seems what, what the arc is. So WandaVision and, uh, sets up Doctor Strange, right? And they're going through time to fix stuff. And then by the time we get to Spider-Man 3, they're still picking up the pieces with Doctor Strange basically helping Peter fix things. So mm. we're... Go- well, I would like it if like the TV and kind of movies interacted a bit more. I feel... Now, yeah. But I feel because I because I've been I've been back on Agents of Shield recently. I feel so yeah, bad for Agents of Shield. They work so they worked so hard to set up the bloody Inhumans, which were the back door to having mutants mm. in the X Men universe. The Inhumans show messes the bed yeah. colossally, <laughs> and Agents of Shield is just left hanging. You know, yeah. I feel like, like they're always trying to put in the hard work, yeah. and then no one ever values I, them. You know, too early. That's I, the only thing. I, just a little bit too early. Key, Key and I have to disagree with yeah, you. Yeah, maybe Inhuman, maybe that's Inhuman, fair. 
Inhumans did not mess the bed. Inhumans messed the room. <laughs> like <laughs> in oh, IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> Still upset about She-Hulk. <laughs> Just like <laughs> what happened to She-Hulk? So Why? They, they it's had Titanium. Somebody had a had re- remember they released an article saying that She-Hulk had been cast as Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then she recently came Ooh. out and said, "No, that's not happening." Oh, bummer. Oh. Yeah. So I'm so upset about that. I haven't heard yeah. this. Yeah. So she, she's I, I, class. She is. She's awesome. When did she say she wasn't? Because like I think she was. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Like, I, I was, trust you, but I'm gonna double check this. It was a few weeks ago. She came because someone was asking her was she excited, and she was like, "Nobody ever approached me about that." <laughs> I saw her name attached on the on the Disney thread though. The sheets lie. Yeah. All right, You're right. Titania Maslani debunks She-Hulk news. Ah, uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like to be positive though. It looks like they've cast Miss Marvel, and they're gonna have the Miss Marvel in Captain Marvel too. So that's a oh, cute dynamic I'm looking forward to. Ah, no, oh, good. I've annoyed Dara. I was hoping that would happen sooner <laughs> or later. No. I look. I don't mind Miss Marvel. I'll be honest with you, right? But she's not. Kind of. I got my sister got me the Avengers game for Christmas. I'm going to I'm going to withhold my judgment until I have played. I know I've read the book too. It's over there. Um, it's actually that game is class. all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. I'm going to play the game, and then I'll talk about it because the the comic was okay. I have the first edition actual proper thing over there, and I have to trade as well. And it's like it's okay, but it's like I wouldn't bet the house on her. And I want to see if the Avengers did that, which apparently they did, but we'll see. Well, no, I... she, she does seem to be quite a secondary character, even in the game. See, I don't know. I think as a, as a kind of companion to young Avengers, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense. That would be great. Yeah. They seem to be setting that up, though, because they've got, they like, they aged up Ant-Man's daughter and yes. Kate Bishop and all that kind of yes. stuff. Like, And look, I think that's cool, right? And also, again, you can you can do the mutants to that, but just putting her out there and betting the farm on her, which is what the comics did. It's like, oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> They're not good and nobody reads them. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Nobody reads them. I don't know. It's I don't think... Well, I mean, I think Marvel is more stable in Star Wars in the respect that there isn't, like, for the moment, a tentpole movie, which if they scrap it or like, fall in their face or something, like WandaVision and all these things, there's so many things in Marvel that it would take something cataclysmic to kind of slow down momentum at this point. I don't think so. I, I think, like, as you said, you know, even going on GameStop, uh, by the way, there's a sale on GameStop on merch. They can get some cool Star Wars figures for free cheap. Because, you know, of course, I need Star Wars figures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The, but still, you're going through that. And I remember a time on GameStop when the biggest brand was Star Wars. And now it's Marvel. There's like 30-odd pages of Marvel merchandise. So it just shows you that even on that micro scale, it's such a bigger a bigger thing, bigger brand. So, you can you're right, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what would derail Marvel. You know, honestly. I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. We want more Spider-Verse. Yes. I want Spider-Gwen. Yeah, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen's great. 2099. Yeah. Even Miles Morales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for everyone. Yeah, we want yeah. we want more Spider Verse. Just make Spider Man movies. Just, yeah. just do I, it. Like, I they did that. They cast them. Andrew Garfield. Remember? Exactly. But here's the th- well, here's the and thing. they're bringing back Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah, in the same movie. Also, 
Also, yeah, yeah and your man who played uh, Alfred Alfred Molina. Molina. Alfred Molina's coming back. Yes, too. he's coming back to play Doc. See, Ock. I'm and actually, even though I love Doc Ock, like you know, it sounds like Sony has got their hands in it all over that's again, okay, which I'm though. not thrilled about. I know that's okay though, because Marvel are like, here, you're drunk. I'm going to drive the bus. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what they do. And they're like, look, we can make your movies, but you need to chill out. And it's cool that they're kind of digging into that lore where it's like, right, all of it happened. Mm. So where does it fit? And I think that's a unique dynamic. It's basically, right, play with me here, right? So we had Star Wars who had their expanded universe that was built on this concept. And then Disney like, oh no. So Disney made their own expanded universe of all the stuff that existed and now it's going to be the biggest thing ever yeah. and Star Wars are like oh but, actually we should probably go back to that but so. DC are doing that as well they are yeah. they're casting like multiple Batmans in the same movie I think yeah. that's amazing man I'm like yeah. that's the coolest thing ever like for me as I don't director, know it's like I want to see I feel like it's like Michael Keaton as Batman again. it's like the gold rush though it's like if you have a Spider-Man <laughs> yeah, movie with seven villains or Justice League movie with seven Batmans. Eventually, so it's gonna confusion will just pop the bubble, you know. Ah, no, I don't think so. I don't think like, people. Are, I, I, I don't look. I have more faith in people to be like, okay. Yeah. You have more same. faith in people than me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're I do. <laughs> No, I like, do look, in certain sense. Like, you know, look, it, when it, it comes it, to Batman. It, it's exactly, because it's like, Batman. It's like, come on, you don't need yeah. to hold people's like, hand. Again, <laughs> like, when people could spend, like, could watch a, one Batman movie a night and basically cover every Batman who's currently alive, that's, you know... Oh, get I'm through that so movie. down for that. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not like it's a massive ordeal. I mean, the first the first Batman movie is, like, 90 minutes long. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's easy to watch. Batman Forever is running the same runtime. But here's the thing, um, though, right? I, on that know. point, well, here's it, right? We live in a world. Where, <laughs> we do. In a world. In a so, in a, we live in a society. In a world. With many Batman. Uh, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but only one screen to watch them. Okay, hold on. But what I'm saying is, we live in a world where right. a movie called a movie about a bunch of space pirates, a talking tree, and a raccoon who talks. Became one of the biggest movies of the year. I think yeah. the ship has sailed on trying to pull people along. People would just be like, "Look, I'm into this. This is fine." Yeah. Batman punches punches the poor. It's fine, <laughs> you know. Like that was so. one of the problems I had with the Nolan verse. With was that it was too realistic. It was too probable. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Well, except for the third one. That that yeah. movie just gets worse and worse. Oh, that also, was that was yeah. awful. It's atrocious. Oh. It, also, it, it's in terrible film, yeah. always. Also, was. I, I also love the in, three Nolan films personally. In, Second in, one is the best one. Second yeah. one is it's one of the best movies of all time. Like, yeah. well, there you go. In, yeah. In yeah. hindsight, the Tumblr's kind of dumb. I'm just gonna put that out there. It is, but you know, it's if very the, realistic. The money that the money that he could, the, the, listen, if he had to just followed his dad's plan by just get by giving money and so keep supporting and and you know, he wouldn't have been needed. <laughs> But that is the point of the movie. Alfred says it in the third exactly. one. They need Bruce literally. Wayne, your resources. But like like, yeah. The entire that's he what I is a billionaire. He could literally fund like yeah. rehab and youth but, centers and like But that's what projects. the trilogy is about though. It's about him like there that there's a reason he gives up being Batman. It's that Batman was never healthy for him. And no, the, he gives up Batman because the his movie body is series. Wrecked. No, <laughs> hold on. That. He gives up Batman because yeah, he, but he, like he gets a hot girlfriend. 
So it's just yeah. like, yeah. she's well, like, hey, man, I want to go, I want to, go to Florence. And well, that's like, why he's at, like, all right, fine. At <laughs> that point in his life, okay, by the third Nolan verse Batman, he's been Batman for like two years and he walks with a cane and he's got like, you know, gear strapped to his leg and he's a broken, but like you've been Batman for two years. Yeah. 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 But he doesn't wear hockey bats. Yeah, I know, but if you were a real, if you were Batman in the real world, you would get beaten up really, really. Like in the first yeah. night, he's Batman. He sleeps until three AM because he's covered in bruises and blames yeah, on Polo or something. He's covered in armor. Yeah, yeah. it's he's he, not Iron Man though. See, this but is the he thing. He should have. He's yeah. a ninja. Yeah. It's just a really bad one. This, this, this is this is <laughs> in, about, in the Nolan this movies. Is, this is why Tony Stark was pretty pretty clearly smarter than Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but also, you know, it's just like, hey, you know those lads with guns? Yeah. yeah. Probably should reconsider your approach when you don't have superpowers. Absolutely. It's also the fact that like Batman clearly uh, led an escalation in terms of extreme people cause, committing crime. In yep. Gotham Absolutely. City, like Absolutely. clearly, because uh, they're just mob bosses, that. and then a Joker shows up and he's like, Hey, it's yeah. like, but that's, and, and again, next thing you know, that's... the district attorney's getting acid thrown in his face, and yeah. like, what's up with that? And none of I know, but that's what the... yeah, that's you know. what well, Scarecrow was there first, but that's what the second movie was about, though. Like, it's mm. like the all the mob bosses have to meet in kitchens in the daytime, and that's why someone like the Joker can thrive. Like, this is all mm. in the text, you know? That's why I love it. It's true. Yeah. And look, and, uh, you know, there was a good a good video I watched saying that uh, The Dark Knight Rises is the, is the most Chris Nolan movie ever, and that's why it's so bad. And it's kind of <laughs> true. It's, like, it's, it's terrible. Like, it's, it's three so hours of nothing. I yeah. went to go see that in Rome in 2012, in one of the how many films did you see in Rome? I many, feel like every time you make a movie, I, I lived, <laughs> I lived above a video store. Yeah. It's it, it's, it's literally in the same it, weekend you saw all the Spider-Man movies yeah. from the 2010s. You also saw the yeah. Dark Knight in Rome and he, went to a Burger King. It's the only time you watched films. He did watch films after that after that year. <laughs> Never again. But anyway, anyway. Were you in that cafe in Venice with Batman? Did we find you there? Um, also, here's the, actually my first my first weekend there. It was the European premiere of the Avengers, so that was pretty cool. But anyway, also in Rome. Okay, it was, but I was not that, and also I did. When in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, right. So the way it works, ah. the way it works on the continent is so there's there's the actual dub. Right, or the so the, the dub over, so they dub over with actors of the language, and then there's the original version, right? So, pro tip if you're ever in a foreign country and want to see uh, a Western movie, look for VO because otherwise you're going to be really confused because they're all going to speak in French. Or Unle- like unless you unless you go to Amsterdam because they do it in English there and have Dutch that's, subtitles. That's fair. That ma- that makes more sense to me. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we had to find a. Uh, version or originale that's what they call it uh movie uh cinema and there's a little small one built on the site of this old roman temple right and they moved the roman temple when mussolini moved the temple and now it's it's in the museum but with his bare hands well yeah. he, he would like you to believe that um <laughs> and then, so yeah you go to it and it's like this small little cinema but it has three screens and that's where i pretty much saw all the movies so uh, yeah the dark Knight is one of them but i remember being so upset i nearly went to bed early <laughs> that was nearly you thought out. about it. I thought, about, thought about it, going. but it already was kind of late, so it would have been cheap. To, uh... How can you go to bed 
early when you're upset. When I get upset, I just like pace the room back and forth. So I you just pace like, like this. I think it comes from you know playing the the games where you sleep to save and then you move forward today. Yeah, you're That's, just like I'm done with today. I'm done with today. Uh, Today's a write off. That's where it comes from. But um, yeah. So Kev, there we go. Kev, I can see a thought hovering over your head. On me. Yeah. Sorry, what's going on? What, me, Kev? Yeah. <laughs> me? He has, he has an Eevee over his head. Is that a Christmas Eevee, Kev? Oh, is that um, what that is? No, head uh, uh, That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair like enough. Films, that's kind of my opinion. Yeah, fair. That's where I'm at. Also, just uh, fully just while you mentioned it, I also saw the, the Dark Knight Rises in a European city. I, was, I saw it in Paris. Oh, there you go. Were, you, were all of you guys invited to the screening that I missed like 10 years ago? I wasn't. No. Was, it, was it the same story, Kev? Did you have to go to a original version showing or did they dub or something? I have no... I, I don't think we actually looked. I think we just looked out and it was just... Oh, it's in English. Uh, the, I do remember actually, I was, I was on a scout camp trip in Belgium one year where we had to find an English movie because they needed just something to do with these fucking 16 year olds oh. on a day. And we found an English voiceover version of Hancock that had both oh, wow. uh, uh, French and German subtitles. But the weirdest part was they just, this cinema just plugged intermission into Hancock. So just well, now there is an Hancock underrated movie. superhero movie. Uh, it's Hancock? a very good yeah. first half hour of a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, halfway through Hancock, there is just a stop, and you have 20 minutes to go take a piss. And yeah, then back in, oh, I thought you were going to say they put The Dark Knight Rises on in the interval. Speaking of which, I'll be back in a minute. To <laughs> <laughs> so just tie this back to the present, haven't they announced that Christian Bale is going to be the villain in the new Thor movie or something like that? They Kevin, have, you yeah, gave yeah. me the kind of scoop on that. They they have, have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like it's, I mean, in one way, it's kind of like about time that Bale did something in the MCU. Uh, in another way, it's like, it's a bit They'll weird. They'll all get theirs eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fact, I know, it's just a bit, it's a bit weird. It's, I don't know. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think they should just, you know, bring back... Um, Bring back who Kenneth Branagh to direct our movies. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I was wondering when we get to Taika Waititi getting the next Star we Wars movie. We don't mention his name on we the show. We don't I'm... mention. No, no, no. You <laughs> don't mention his name. I like him. I don't. Know. I, I, I like Taika. I don't really see why he should do anything mainline in Star Wars. He should do what Ragnarok did very well. Well, he should do is he should he should go the Mandalorian. Yeah, he should go away, and he should never direct again. Because <laughs> it's terrible. Ah, mm. uh, no, nah. Um, I, no. I, I look. I, 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 I liked his. I liked the stuff in the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I did like parts of Thor Ragnarok. No. The, the the world the World War Hulk stuff. Yeah. Um, John that, I appreciate that as a huge concession for you. It is. Yeah. And here's the thing: if it had just been a Hulk movie, it would have been great. Yeah. It was the fact that it was a Thor movie that mm. really just rose me the wrong way. Particularly <laughs> after his comments about Moana, because he bitched mm. about Moana for ages, and this is like, okay, you've done the exact same. But it's thing. not. It's not like he actually did an actual Thor film, though. He destroyed you know Asgard. I mean? No, but he destroyed in... Asgard and he destroyed Mjolnir. It was I a think... Ragnarok film. You gotta but destroy was... Asgard. 
but it's not like hold he actually, on. no but what i'm saying is it's not like he actually did what? it's not like he did like this is the official lore version of thor and now i'm destroying asgard no but i'm saying <laughs> that, what i'm saying is he bitched about that that he was afraid that someone who wasn't of the 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 society that moana is based from yeah. would have disrespected it and he went to the exact same thing and then bragged about it on the internet it's like right you're a hypocrite but i do appreciate your sense of humor in certain things but i'm like man no just stop yeah but like moana comes from like that was a project he worked on that was about like kind of people from that culture Absolutely. like i mean like are, is, yeah. are, are there like norse gods who are I, like in the cinema frustrated like i, I would also argue that like Thor, like uh, that, like the Marvel's Thor was written by Americans and is more influenced by American culture than it is by Norse culture. Yes, but that's, that's what, putting that's Thor why I like... on the Avengers in the first place already crosses the line. No, well, see, yeah. here's the thing. That's why I like Kenneth Branagh's approach to it because he still handed it. It was like Shakespeare in space. Yeah. And it Absolutely. was really cool. Yeah, that's it, was, fair. It, was, it was it was the right way to do. I would I would argue was Jack Kirby. I would argue that the first two films didn't have enough Shakespeare in space. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Shakespeare in space was the way to go. But look, it was what it was. Really, there was a lot of it in Dark World. Possibly I like Dark, too much. I like Dark World, yeah, and I'm surprised I was, you don't because Keen. I like Dark it World too. Is, yeah, I'm I knew just you saying. would because it's your I, movie. It's like the it's the most Keen movie ever. Has a doctor and everything Thank in you. it. Has a doctor and everything in it. Yeah, I know. But he also <laughs> said that after filming it, he wanted to put a gun in his mouth. So, like, you know. Uh, yeah, but he said that with Doctor Who, too. Right. He said that with Doctor Who as well. <laughs> come on. He's just a very bitter little man until he needs money. Are we getting he's, on He, he has again? come back to yeah. Doctor Who, though. There you go. He has you, come back to Doctor he'll Who. Back, he'll come this back week, to the MCU as well. He will. What? This week, well, no, he posted a probably... photo of him holding a Doctor Who script looking sad. It <laughs> counts. <laughs> I don't think it can. I will show oh. you this photo in the chat. <laughs> I mean, I love me some Eccleston, but I don't think it counts if he looks sad. He's like, oh my god, they're going to pay. He me always looks sad. <laughs> That's just his face now. He's just sad in general. He's just sad in general. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so look on that note, I'm pretty sure we're insanely over time. We are. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, guys, um, does anyone have anything they want to plug before we finish up? Do I? Yeah. <laughs> Anything to expose? I'm not sure if there's a pause or my internet's just stuttering, but hey, listen to my anime podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's here. It's on the network. Uh, it's Anime Crash Course. That's yeah. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. We did a Christmas episode. Excellent. Me and Keith really like Tokyo Godfathers. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I said some great things on it. <laughs> oh. Does anyone else have news before I let loose? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'm still reviewing The Mandalorian and Star Trek Discovery for Geek Ireland. Go give them some clicks and love because I think by the time this airs, The Mandalorian will be over. So yeah. that's a shame. But also, I'm looking forward to having free time again. So give them a read. Anyone else? Stuff. Nope, go for it, Katie. Okay. I've, I've sent the sad Eccleston to all of you. <laughs> sad Eccleston. <laughs> he doesn't even look sad. He You'll just looks see. tired. Oh and my God, God, he looks so uh, sad. He looks very tired. Yeah. He looks very tired. But um, oh boy, I'm do excited. I, do I have news for you? <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking. Um, 
<laughs> Never apologize for just drinking. But I do have news. Today was a very good week for news. For today was a very good week for news for me. <laughs> 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 this week was a very good week for news for me. So doing it for the exposure is finished for the year. We are not doing any more episodes until next year. Uh, but I will be putting up kind of details about what form the show is going to take next year because I'm changing it to coincide with I am starting a new business um, and it's called Acutely Morbid. I'm going to be crafting and all sorts of stuff. And also I have merch, you know, shameless plug. You can find that on the, the dice are coming. They're not. I haven't perfected them yet, Give but they dice. are coming. Is that what's going to um, be written on the merch? The dice are coming. <laughs> so the di- yeah, so it's going to be a collection of like jewelry, game pieces, which will be like dice, dominoes, chess pieces. I think it's fair to say I need more dice. <laughs> the dice are coming, I promise. Um, so there's that. You can find that on the Instagrams at Acutely Morbid. Um, the website is coming in January where you can buy stuff. Please buy stuff. And also this week, it's been announced that one of my digital artworks is being featured in a charity calendar for next year with Women in Horror Month Dublin. Um, you can find all the details of that on my Instagram at mannequin underscore blue. And if you want a copy of the calendar, you can message oh golly, Miss Dolly and she will handle that. And the calendar is full of amazing artworks from lots of really cool people. So like, just do it because it's for charity and it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, before I you know I've already done my shout out, but can we give a shout out to Lisa, who sadly couldn't be here today? She is away fighting the good fight for retail and doing Christmas FM stuff. And oh, uh, that, so that, go that. check go, go check out her stuff too if you haven't already. Straight out of Canto. I do, yeah. but it ties That's into it. it. Well, it does tie into it. So this is our Christmas special, right? So the, the listeners are going to obviously get a Christmas cracker um, of content on this. So it's our show. Extended. So if you listen to this on Phoenix, what are you doing? Mm. Nerd yeah. to no media. Well, Check if they're out. listening on Phoenix, they're probably not getting more. Thank you for listening. So over time. That well, well, I have to cut this. this I have to cut this, it. So it's going to make sense. This is almost. He's going to cut all the Taika TG stuff. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> almost certainly. Dean, why, 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 why do you wound me so? Seriously. No. At least you're not dramatic about it, Dara. Exactly. You know, just, oh. <laughs> Why are you so? That sounds Shakespearean. Well, there you go. That's, see, see how cool that sounds instead of just making stupid jokes. Anyway, okay. So four, four. If you need a writer. Yeah, I totally. I'd write the best script ever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is a Christmas cracker special where we're going to have obviously this extended show. We listen to Phoenix FM, cool, great. Um, go over and check out Earth No Media. But we're going to have a Christmas special show um, with different segments put in through it. And Lisa, myself, and whoever else wants to pop on, we're going to do a watch along next week, like we did for Halloween, of some Simpsons Christmas shows live Ooh. on stream. This is news to me. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what we're, we haven't picked a date yet, but we will. Because you keep... don't read the chat, kid. <laughs> don't read the chat. This he was hasn't discussed. learned to read. <laughs> Every time I. I open my phone, it gets stolen by a 17-month-old version of me. To be fair, he has a reason. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair reason. But yeah, so that's what we're doing. We haven't decided what we're doing yet, and we're going to give away some games. It's going to be fun. Um, so do check that out. Details will be on 
the social media and also on YouTube as well. So that's what we have coming up. But yeah, so if you're only catching us on Phoenix Fem, go over and check out the Christmas cracker on um Nathan Media. So awesome. Well, Can I we get a woo from everyone? Woo! Thank you. Um, that was a good harmony. Yeah. So on that note, uh thank you for everyone listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.